Blog Talk Radio. Show called The Ant Farm. 
And uh, on that show, she's a musician, and she's an actress, and she plays these instruments, and she plays the guitar, and she plays the flute, and she plays the violin, and she sings. And she's a wonderful, talented uh, little girl. I think she's 13 or 14. Um, and she plays all these instruments, and you can look at look on her, uh, look at her on the Disney Channel. And um, she's just she's just great. I enjoy her. She's funny. She has a great great attitude. And uh, check her out. You can uh, Google her, China, and McLean. So you guys look out for her. She's a great great actress and musician. And she really is a musician. It's not someone actually playing the instruments for her to make it look like she's playing them on her shows. No, she, she's really a musician. Um, um, musician. She plays. She's learning the violin. And go check her out on uh, YouTuber. And she's really talented. I was shocked. She plays the guitar, the piano, and she's a, she's talented. None of that fake stuff, Millie Vanilli, Millie Vanilli stuff. You know, these, these kids these days, they really can play. People that can really play and people that have a real music background. And you know, today, we have, so today we have an amazing guest. His name is Phil. He'll, we'll be bringing him on shortly where it's just the idea of just being able to just experience music at an age, whether it's creating music or listening to music. Just being able to embrace it and say that, like, this is mine, this is my music, this is where I'm coming from, and it's not even so much about being, like, force-fed into them. Like, I wonder, because I know we always, we talk about musicianship. I mean, you're a musician. I had my experiences as a child playing the clarinet that, like, just the dedication and the time that it takes to make music. Right. And it's something that can certainly be done and certainly be mastered, whether it's whether it's through practice and it's through just hard work or even just having the right people or in the case of even like Rebecca Black just being discovered or just having like the right video go viral for whatever reason it did. Right, like, and... Uh, they, you know, by the way, you know, I checked and they took that video off of YouTube. They did because the record, but then the next day they put it up again using a different account where they're making money from it, where they have the special director's cut version of it, whatever that means. Oh, is that the reason? Okay. Yes, because the original one where it was like in terms of like a marketing branding thing, it probably wasn't the best account to use because the thing about it is like when you use like viral promotion and stuff, or it's like if you're using YouTube, it's like how many hits do you get? If you like take that off and move it from one YouTube account to another YouTube account, it's like all of that music, like all of those hits that were on the website and on the video are deleted, and it's like you're starting from zero. And wow. That's that, that that's all that's one of the things about it where when something happens by accident it sometimes you don't know to measure the official thing like when something when there's something that's really cool that's on TV and someone illegally makes a copy of it and puts it on YouTube like you don't know like if they're going to put it 
you, you don't know like the best way to measure it because you've got videos that have that are taken down and but one thing that is cool about YouTube and a lot of web services is that like the hits can be measured like audience activity can be measured better than television in the old days where you had the Nielsen guides and people had diaries that were randomly chosen by this one company that was paid by all the TV companies and radio companies to see who was watching their shows or not, and you don't know how accurate that was. With this, it's clear. Like, if you have 100 million hits on a website, you have 100 million hits on a website. Right. All right, Jay. All right, Jay, are you ready for our first guest to join us here today on Parents Kids Music? Yep. I'm ready, too. So, Phil, are you ready? I don't know if you're ready or not, but I'm pressing this microphone button and putting you on live. Hello, Phil. Can you hear us? I can hear you. How you doing? Excellent. Thanks for being on the show, Phil. Meet Jay. Jay, meet Phil. Hey, Phil. Good afternoon. Nice to meet you. I'm feeling you right now, Phil. Excuse me? <laughs> I said I'm feeling you right now. Your vibe. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. I try every day. I got to be positive. It's a secret. It's oh, a secret. Oh, would oh. you would – you've just revealed to everyone that is on listening to us on the Internet right now. Excellent job, Phil. Thank you. Hey, Tom, yeah, so – so tell us about, like, your musical background. Like, what are you into music-wise now, and what brought you to this place? Well, right now, musically, I'm into everything. You know, not only stuff that's on the radio, I like to go out and see, you know, what's on the underground, what people aren't listening to, what's new, what people think is bad, just about everything, so I can give my own personal opinion on it. Now, where music really started for me, where I think it started for a lot of people my age, you know, I'm 21 years old, is, you know, in the car with their parents. You know, I would listen to what my parents would listen to on the radio. And plus, my mom had a rule, you know, if she's driving, it's her radio, she can listen to what she wants. And even though I'm driving, it's still her rule. <laughs> that so, basically, you know, it started off with a lot of, you know, classic, classic rock, you know, what was big in, you know, her generation. And then it, it basically it stayed there for a while. Listened to what my friends did. Uh, we had the same thing, you know, a lot of classic rock, a lot of the new metal that was out. And then you know from there it just moved on. But unfortunately, I think you know rock kind of took a standstill right now. I really don't see anything new coming out. Everyone's you know still hanging on the classic rock. You know, the what we have out here, the Q104.3. You know, and again the best rock album that came out today. This year was Rise Against, which uh, I forgot the name of the new album, but it, it's great. I don't know if you heard about it, but if you get a chance, listen to it, and you probably think the same thing. Excellent, and um, and it's like where did like going from the car? Because I can tell you that the that experiences of what people have been listening in the backseat of their car that their parents are playing has been like a very big driving force on this show as we've been doing for like almost a year. Like like where are your other influences that came from I mean, outside of your parents? Like what is it Yeah, outside of my like, parents it, it basically uh uh friends 
uh, you know, my my sisters, you know, wherever they were listening, wherever she, she's older than me, so I always look up to my older sister. You know, she she listened to good music, and yeah, basically what my friends listening to, you know, basically, you know, I, I don't want to say whatever was good or whatever was cool at the time, but you know, it was just whatever was new. You know, anything new that was on, I had to listen to it and I had to know about it. So if, if it was new, if it was good, if people liked it, then I would love playing it because I found that like playing music that everyone liked, you know, set the vibe, it set the mood. So, you know, there would be no distraction and everyone would have a good time. Excellent. Um, Jay, do you have any questions for Phil? Yeah, I want to know uh, how much... Yeah, I, I, I had a question for you, Phil. I want to know how much do you spend on your on your technology, your iPod or iPad or computer downloading music? Well, what, uh, well uh, like how much time do I spend how much money? Uh, both. That's good. Good. I like to know how much money okay. and how much time. Yeah. Well, I'm a geek, so I use my brains instead of money. I find ways of not spending money, and but using the capacity of you know what someone would spend a few thousand dollars on, I only spend a few hundred. Now, with my iPod, I don't have an iPod. I use my BlackBerry for everything. I have a 16 gig card, my BlackBerry, and I put all my music in that. And, you know, that's how I enjoy myself when it comes to, you know, with music. Now, uh, let me get back on the real question. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I kind of lost track. But that's okay. We can make something different. Like, but, like, what are the things that you like sharing about, like, in terms of finding finding music without paying for it? I mean, the legal version, oh, well, at least. What I do now, my big thing is because right now I'm 21 years old, and, and with my age, the scene is dance music. It's all about dance music. It's all about new DJs, and you know, getting seeing what's new to get people to move. So I actually spend hours upon hours online, not only finding new mixes and new music, but I find track listings too to see who made what, you know, remix or who made this or who made that, and I use that and I save it. And one day, um, you know, I'm an inspiring DJ. I want to DJ one day. I want to get, I want to make parties, and I want to make people happy from, you know, the music that I have. That that did is you give, cool. And did you did you give us a, a website and share with our audience a good website? If you were 21, they should go check out. Uh, it's it's kind of like my little secret, you know. It's like my little. Uh, like you know, Batman, you know, never gives never gives out anything on his tool belt, you know. But uh, I'll give it to you anyway. It's uh, tracklistings.forums.st. I believe it's a outsourced uh, website. It's believed somewhere in the uh, the UK, and but you have to be a member, so you have to register. It's kind of easier to register, and you kind of also have to have uh, a little bit of a uh, computer savvy, but a little more than usual to actually understand the website and to actually download the music. Well, what is ST? Like, what country is that? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I've been trying to figure out for a while. You know, it might not be any country, you know, because you know, we do have .com and .net. You know, those are kind yeah, of self-explanatory, I, I, but that's I know just that, .net. Because I know that they're actually changing the way domains are made so they can be different. So it will be a lot easier to register the, the, the extensions in a way where it's been very difficult because I know there's been 
Here's there's been just years of like fighting over stuff like dot fun and dot games and even like dot xxx and just a lot of fights about a should they even be allowed b who should be allowed to own them. So yeah. that's uh, that makes sense. That is very interesting. Yeah, but How I mean that's what I do. I just continue just searching for new music, you know, because. There's nothing like giving someone something new to listen to and just like looking, seeing a look on their face and like the glow in their eyes and like the smile on their face, just like wow, like this is inspiring. Excellent. So, like, what do you really see like the future of music in terms of in terms of the creation of it, the production of it, the distribution of it, and what do you see is going to be happening in the future in a way that's not necessarily happening right now where, like I said, a lot of your computer savvy, like how, exactly. like how does it become, I, I, I how does it become mainstream? Okay. I see music going into a lot of electronic. Uh, everything's going to give you more electronic. Um, now what they have, like bands like the Glitch Mob, you know, they're not even using actual instruments. They're using a, a, a pad where it's like a touchscreen, and they can actually uh, maneuver the buttons on the touchscreen to be any size and to make any type of sound. So I see music moving on to more electronic where it's like you still need the whole, like, you know, talent of percussion and, you know, rhythm, but not more of a sense of, you know, actually strumming a guitar or, you know, like they still, you know, hit pads with, you know, the drum, but I don't see that, you know, it moving, you know, it going any down from there. I see more being on the computer, a lot more, you know, kids or, you know, even future DJs going out there and making, you know, instrument uh oh not instruments. Um you know, like uh the the beats for rats. Oh, I forgot what they're called. It, I it's on the I'm sorry, I'm stumbling for words. Uh, <laughs> uh well I mean yeah, they're gonna be doing more stuff on computers where it's just like, you know, they're making the, the music right there on the computer without even, you know, picking up an instrument. So, and I see the distribution of music going through basically online. You know, everything's going to be going through iTunes because I always tell people this, you know, like, you know, rap music is a big, you know, inspiration to, you know, when I I was little. And there were a lot of uh, rappers out there that were underground around here in New York, and they're selling, they're making a lot of money off mixtapes. But they weren't making it, were in the millions or billions or like they're doing now. And then there's a rapper out here named Drake who actually did make a billion, or I'm sorry, a million off a mixtape. Now, the reason why he did that was because the Internet was around. When those guys were making mixtapes and selling them on the street, they didn't have the power of the Internet. So now a lot more people were listening to it or even knew about it. So now, you know, with the Internet, anyone can listen to it. Yeah, the, I mean, the Internet really just has, just expanded just the promotion, the marketing, as you even said, even the, even the creation of it. Like, what do you, like, have you been reading up on, like, all the new cloud um, music services, and do you see anything that's going to really just dominate and just really change everything in a way from, from downloading to just downloading locally to your hard drive to something different? Streaming. I think that's going to be a big thing. Now that, you know, it's, it's already started in cars, but like satellite radio. But it's like if a radio station doesn't get to you, you can always get to it. 
from the Internet. So you can actually stream what you want to hear from your computer. If we can't come to you, like what I, li- I listen to BBC Radio every day. I don't get it on my car, my radio, but I definitely get it on my computer. It's like even this show, which is just broadcast through a through BlogTalkRadio.com, which is a, which is a streaming service, and I know they have mobile apps. To the fact that it it's no longer it's like do you see like the old media finding ways to try to block getting you to what you want? No, I, I can only see emerging. I, I can only see emerging. It, it makes no sense to move backwards. You know, it, it only makes sense for like those radio stations right now, like Viacom. I don't know if they own radio stations or not, but I know they own TV. But even they can even jump on and, uh, you know, uh, grab a hold of what's going on and even run with it because they already have the, you know, the promotion and, you know, the advertisement. Now it's just a matter of building on and getting even more. So that's another thing of what, what this does, you know, the Internet. It's free advertisement, like Facebook, Twitter, uh, Block Talk Radio. It's just all advertisement. That's just what more people can see. If more people can see it, then you're doing a better job. Absolutely. And and, uh, and being 21 years old as you are, um, how, how do you see, like, just the, re- the future of even just introducing music and just, I mean, just think down the line whether you want to be a parent or not or even just, like, in the shoes of your mother, like... Where do you see that relationship with family when it comes comes to music and how music is being delivered and distributed to to everyone? Well, I think more with the family thing, it, it, you need to kind of take a step backwards. You know, you need to have the music that everyone can relate to because it's all about relating. You know, if you're playing music and someone in the family doesn't, doesn't like it, they're not going to relate or have a good time. So, you know, you need to have a common ground. Now, when it comes to, like, the new music, you know, with my sisters and my other family members, you know, the younger ones, of course, they can relate to that, and then they can have a better time. But, again, you know, when it comes to family, you kind of take a step back and, you know, not really listen to something that's new because, you know, it's just the nature of the beast. Older people don't like the newer music. It's just, it's a, it, they, they say it all sounds bad to them. It's like that new South Park episode that was aired about a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we actually like mentioned that like uh, maybe the last show or the show before that about really like how when everything just doesn't look right anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, because it, it, it's like a, a younger kid can love older music, but an older person just you know can't really understand the new music because you know it's different. It's, it's new, it's changed. You know, right now music, you know, new music especially is like a lot of bass heavy and it's faster paced, and it's just like, you know, it's hyperactive, you know, and let's face it, a lot of older people aren't, like, you know, hyperactive as much as little kids are. Got it. Jay, you have any final questions for Phil? Yeah, Phil, do you play music yourself, or are you a musician, or do you play an instrument? No, I, I'm, I'm the only person in my family that doesn't. So that's why I'm trying to start DJing and try to, you know, do something on the computer, because I'm very computer savvy. I've been working computers all my life, and so I want to take a I want to take a grasp from that. But unfortunately, no. The only real good musician in my family right now is my cousin, who's actually in a band of the name. I tried getting the band name for you, 
but he hasn't gotten back to me. It's actually his birthday tonight, so I want to wish him a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, do, do Tony, you use happy any... birthday. I love you. The other thing I was going to ask, Phil, is do you use any music apps to create music? That You know, like they have certain things out there that you could use. Uh, uh, right uh, now, you know, the only things I'm really using is just Traxer, which is, uh, you know, for DJing. Uh, I'm going to learn uh, the other one that's, uh, I forgot what it was called right now, but it's for uh, vinyl. And then, you know, like I mess around with like GarageBand, Fruity Loops, and, you know, stuff like that to make uh, instru- instrumentals. That's the word I was looking for, instrumentals. Well, you can check out uh, an app called I Am Guitar, from, and they make a bunch of other apps. And it's pretty fun. Okay. I have them on. I have them on my iPad, and you could just go crazy. And all you do is move around these little circles, and they got all these drop beats and hip hop beats and all this stuff you could do. So if you get a chance, check it out. Um, nice. Now, I have a question. Is the iPad multi-touch? Yes. Okay. Yes, it has, it has okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm not. Gonna, I'm be honest with you. I'm not a big Apple person at all. I'm still stuck on my Windows. I can make my Windows do everything. If I had an Apple. I still uh, boot camp it, so I'd have Windows right next to it as well. Right. Well, I, 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 I know some people like that. I have you know, both. And then after I'm I do parallels and then run both of them at the same time. I have both, and I'm a Windows fan, first of all, but I have both applications because, you know, some of the applications for Apple and some of the DJ stuff, like you got Traxter, but you can't get Traxter because that's a native instrument application, but you can't get it for the, yeah. you can't get it for the Apple. So I like both platforms, and you should have both platforms because they do totally different things, and it's wonderful to have uh, all the software, music software you can get. And I'm I'm a big fan of Traxter, so um, you know you go with that because they got a new version coming out. By the way, Native Instruments is releasing yeah. a new. <laughs> yeah, I can't so, wait. That's why I've been uh, I've been I've been stuck on buying anything. So I'm waiting for that. You know, I'm waiting on you know because you know once you buy one thing, the new thing comes out right away. Now that's the only thing that's like you know sucks today. Right, right, right. Do you have you, do you have a huge catalog of um of music that you that's in your trackster? Do you have like things you merging in and spending and using um you know merging the beats and stuff together? Do you have a can you go out and DJ as of right now? No, as of right now, no. Right, right now, I'm just collecting. I'm collecting all the music that I want, and then from there, you know, I'm, I'm gonna take it slow because uh, I I, I want to go with a bang. You know, I want to get out there and I want to wow people. I don't want to go out there looking stupid. That's my big fear. <laughs> I just I can't do that. So I rather take it slow, learn everything, and then you know gather up all the music I want. You know, even practice in my house. You know, just you know get people's opinions. You know, see what I need to tweak, and then you know once I feel like and everyone else that you know has helped me feels like I'm ready to go, then I'll go out there and I'll wow people. Are you gonna scratch vinyl also? Uh, I have. I I do, but I have not. I actually have uh, I have two uh, record uh, two decks right now, but I haven't used them. They're still in the box. Hey, like when you get it all together, once you come back on our show and give us a demonstration, that'd be great, huh, Ian? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. In fact, I, I I'm hooked up with a bunch of DJs right now. So in fact, I'll call them and I'll let them know if they're busy because you know I got uh, I met a bunch of DJs. I meet DJs all the time because I'm always going out, you know, to the clubs. You know, and like talking to them, you know, like asking questions because they you're not gonna learn until you ask questions, right? Right, right. Exactly. Oh, so cool. I'll I'll go out there. I'll, I'll call a few buddies right now, and I'll, I'll see what's up. You know. 
Okay, okay, that's cool. That's cool. That'll be a great, great Very show. Cool. What you guys, what your young people are doing, and what you're listening to, and sharing it. That'd be great. Come up here and you know, give us a couple I'll of minutes. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely you know get somebody who's a lot more educated than I am to come on the show, and you know, just yeah, you know, just you know, give something new to everybody else. That'd be great. All right. Excellent. You're very welcome. All right. All right. Uh, I do. I do have to go. Uh, was, thank you for having me on. Hey, it was thank a you for having everybody. Thanks, Phil. I appreciate you. All right. You have right. a great day, everybody. All right. Bye. Have a good day, Phil. Thank you. Right, bye. And that was Phil. Um, definitely great always to like have just like that to have that young blood come onto the show and just really being able to just share on their honesty of like where they are in their age and in their time and their views about about everything. The electronics and the computers and just going deep into it. Like like Jay, I'm sure you very much enjoyed that. I sure did. I thought that was awesome. I thought Phil was awesome to give us that new look uh, give us a younger version of some of our guests and Right in that age group where they do different things and listen to different things, and I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed him on the. And, I mean, it's, and it's like the honesty. And it's like the honesty of this is where we. This is what I'm doing. This is what we're into. This is what I'm not into. Even just like be able to share, go share that website and say about like the secrets and like even the Batman thing. That was that was very entertaining. Yeah, that, that website was very is a track listing form at ST. It's a it's a great and uh, it's him sharing that with us and sharing that with our guests. It's great. Uh, I guess kids today they really really do their their homework. They don't just uh, listen to anything like we thought. You know, they they go and dig and get what they like and download what they want and make their own radio station, their own playlist. So they program themselves. So that's. That's news here for parents, kids, and music that they do I mean, that. They, because we're we're in a world where it's not just the radio and the unidirectional radio, and there's very few stations, and there's like this is what we play. This is where. I mean, I've been to radio stations before. I've met DJs where they have a list of exactly what they have to play at an exact time. Have a really like no choice, no creativity compared to DJs who do have that choice, and it's just refreshing to see that you're going way beyond that. Like the thing that like really just like hit me, like what Phil said was about that it's that the, it's not so much about the radio stations can find you, but you can find the radio stations, like. Like, for example, like how one thing I like doing is plugging my iPhone into my car radio and putting on Pandora or other Internet radio stations because I can. The The Internet has democratized media in a way where it's infinite and there's abundance. And really the issue is not so much about, like, struggling to get on to one of those few broadcasting channels, but finding a way to hit the public or hit the audience or hit the people, meet and network with the people that you know and are interested in to make everything work. That's that's where we are, Jay, and it's great. And, and, and it's what was interesting 
with uh, Phil said, I asked him, did he have an iPod? He said, no, I'm doing this on my BlackBerry phone. <laughs> so that kind of like tells you, hey, he doesn't follow the norm. He's doing things out of the box. And, or it's um, like not a, like the iPod was something that was huge, and I think that when Apple had their, I think one thing that that freed people from Apple, especially people that are not Mac enthusiasts like myself, was when they dropped the DRM from iTunes, basically saying that you could put any music on our, any music that you buy from Apple, you could use on any device. It doesn't have to be made by Apple. Right. And what they do at those uh, radio stations is they download their radio show. Uh, you also can download parents, kids, and music. Just wanted to let the audience know that. Yes, you can. They, yes, you can. <laughs> they download their radio show, and they got their whole radio station whenever they want. They don't have to tune in at a certain time or miss their lunch break. or you know. So it's totally different than, you know, when we grew up, we had to wait around for the songs to come on. And rush hour, you know, rush hour. We better turn to the, everything's going to play during the rush hour. Well, now you just download the radio uh, show of your choice whenever you like, to your smartphone. Ain't that, a, ain't that exceptional? Great. You can do your it is exceptional. Like, I could give you one example of, obviously, one bet, one thing I talk about a lot on this show. I'm also off of this show because that's what my passion is, is the band Fish. And this weekend they're playing this three-day festival upstate New York in Watkins Glen. I'm not going the one thing that they do at their festivals is they have a radio station, which is called The Bunny. Why it's called The Bunny, I don't know, but it's called The Bunny, and it goes it goes beyond the festival. First, they, they make a deal with a local radio station in town, and for, like, four straight days, basically Fish is, like, running that radio station on their own outside of whatever they do. Secondly, they have it. They have it simulcast on Sirius XM, which, I mean, satellite radio, where on the jam on station, which is like a jam band station, where, and then third and foremost, the way I'm actually listening to it right now is through livefish.com, which is their personal website for live music, where they usually play, like, they'll usually play, like, recordings of, of live shows that they have available for sale on their website. But for the next four days, they've just got this radio station, and it's like this this instant station just for this festival. And the coolest part about it for people like myself who are not actually going to the concert is they're playing, they're going to be broadcasting the entire concert live during this thing. And you don't have to be in town to get to it. And that is something which I'm just amazed by. Wow. It's just it's just really about I mean it's just like a radio station, it's like a short term thing. Like they'll play like fun things, they'll play they'll play really cool different music, like not necessarily fish, they'll have DJs, sometimes they'll have the band members on. But the idea you've got this thing that really is like fitting like this community for, and for those people that are not going to be there, and I'm sure they're going to have like 60, 70, 80,000 people there this weekend, if not more, that 
anywhere in the world, I can go on the live fish app on my iPhone, or if I had Sirius or XM, they have they have an app as well for iOS. I'd be able to listen to the personal station and this entire concert live for free. Right. Like, it's, like, really cool. Like, for example, like, how much I always praise blog talk radio. I still remember, like, three or four years ago when I first heard about it. And just the idea that we're doing this show and we're, we do this show almost every week and for a year, to the fact that na- our next show will be the 40th episode of Parents Kids Music. And it's and this plot we are, we're on a platform for people who don't who don't really know so much about Blog Talk Radio, who have over time listened to the show just because they know us or they've heard about the theme or perhaps have listened to another blog talk radio show that their friends or other interests, that it's all digital. Like Jay and I right now and our guests, we are like the way we, the reason why we can do this show from different locations is because we can just call into phone numbers through our, let's say that blog talk radio gives us. They give us a special phone numbers to call during the show that belong to us for this hour or so that we're hosting it. And that we have a digital switchboard that is run from the website at blogtalkradio.com so that we can just really just have our own show. Anyone can have their own show on Blog Talk Radio. And it's free. And although there's also paid options as well for longer shows and for different things, the idea that you can do this for free, have your own show every week or like even every day if you wanted to, and you don't need a radio station. You have this digital radio station here. Right. I wanted to. Um, I want. I want to touch on a, a subject. Um, I want to touch on Prince. Um, yes. Yeah, Prince has announced that he's not going to record another album until the online piracy problem is under control. Um, he, said, he says he's fed up with the music industry, and he's decided that he hates digital music because it's not warm enough. And so he says the industry has changed, and he said, Ian, I think he said he believes that uh, nobody's making money except uh, the phone companies, Apple and Google. And... Uh, he says it's like carjacking out there. There's no boundaries. There's no rules. It's dog-eat-dog out there, and uh, he's just going to hold off and recording CDs. So isn't that something? It, it absolutely is. And I know, like, I know I've seen famous artists, and we're not just talking about, like, as we're talking about big, famous people. I mean, Prince is huge. Like, doing similar stances, like Billy Joel hasn't, recorded, I think it's since the last show, Billy Joel has not had a new album in almost 20 years because and, and barely, rarely goes on concert because he doesn't want people to be gouging and like third-party people to be profiting off of things. But what that hap- but the thing is it's, there's a difference between this, the business and the art. 
And I can say that the world, that the fans of Prince and people who love listening to Prince and and the amazing things he's done are a lot worse off when Prince isn't making music. So it's really like the, the privacy problem. The thing is, it's the privacy problem is only a problem to people who think it's a problem. There are people who just see it as there's something different. Like you've got generations of kids, people like Phil, who he sees everything it's digital and and who knows what will happen the next generation when we from how it goes even further. Like I think it is very cool about as you said the warmness of let's say like a vinyl record or something that's something that's analog. But the truth is that I don't see it. I just see, like, there's so many very smart people out there and people that love music and love art that instead of, like, fighting, fighting illegal downloading, and yes, yes, when you download stuff that without permission, it, 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 is, it is obviously illegal, and I'm not saying it should be illegal, but rather find different ways to actually make money from the music, like like what Apple's doing with, with iTunes Match. Basically, from what I hear, the $25 a year for almost all of it goes to the record companies. And there's no new music being sold as a result of the product. So, Jay, right. what do you think about it? Well, Prince actually was the first person to release the album online, so now he just did a 360 in um, Strange. Um, I think it's time for a lot of these artists have already made, like Prince and Madonna, they made a lot from uh, from people already, from the music fans. They shouldn't. I think Prince shouldn't stop recording albums. I think he should still release and give back and keep Keep recording, you know. I don't think uh, I don't think he's making the right decision. You know, I know he's upset, and that's his way of boycotting the industry. But boycotting himself is really shortchanging himself of uh, of his legacy. So uh, I don't agree with I, I kind of don't agree with Prince. I don't think that's the solution to just you know stop releasing CDs. You know, I don't think so. I think it's time for him to give back. He should kind of release some stuff for free. Since they, you know they come, he's touring and he's making a lot of money. Just release some free CDs, you know. What is that going to hurt? It's not going to hurt you. You know, just say, hey, it's these are... going to hurt. I mean, like the fact like he's had that giant and it's like really long residency like over the last month or so in L.A. at the Forum. Like, like I mean, there's no way you could boot like concert tickets. I mean, you're going to make your money from your concert. Artists make exactly. their money from their concerts and make their money from their merchandise. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to make as much money from the actual recording of the music as it was, as it used to be and it had been for decades. But there's still ways to build a fan base or I actually think that a lot of the veteran artists and just actors and and performers and famous people that existed before the internet actually do have a leg up on new upcoming artists because they were around in the old days when basically it's like they they're really were before there was choice and that allows that allowed them to build their brands and to build their legacies and to become famous. 
to the fact where they can remain famous using the new tools that are out there. Right. And people are always going to bootleg. They're always going to steal and take advantage of stuff. Nothing not new that, for not that Not that here at Parents Kids Music that we that we ask you to do that or we endorse that. But, yeah, I mean, it's, to be honest, people do steal. People do illegally download music. Right. So if you give them something for free, if you give them something for free and then allow them to buy a purchase version, it might be it might work out. You know, people will get something for free and they'll buy something for free. You know, kind of like uh, yeah. for one, you know, you go back to uh, some of the department change. You buy one, you get one free, you know. Come on, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> or or it's like or it's like what they say about like in 2008 when Lil Wayne had his had an album out, which his, his album that year was actually the highest selling album of 2008, and and over the year leading up to that, it is reported that he's given up that he released a lot of free music that would have a value of a million dollars. So the fact that there was a million dollars worth of music that was put out there for free, that since there was such an abundance of just of support material that when it finally came to paying money for an album, people did. Or right. even getting or even like looking at different ways for getting sponsorship to so the fact where it off where you still make the money and it gets into the hands of a lot of people and it offsets the co- the cost of of it to the consumer, like, like I mean, the Amazon Lady Gaga album. Like, I mean, they sold, I mean, Lady Gaga got her money, and her the people, they got their money, even, even though, even though the consumer, like myself, paid a dollar for the album, like, that doesn't mean that they didn't get their, get, that they didn't only make a dollar from it. There right. was just a lot of implications. So yeah, it's like that is disappointing about Prince that he would just, as a stand, just stop making music just because. But I mean, there, but there's new things. Obviously, time will tell. Perhaps, perhaps Prince will make more music later on. But this is just where he's standing right now. I mean, look at Radiohead. Radiohead is obvious is one of was famous for their Name Your Own Price album, which was called In Rainbows, which made more money per per user, had a higher per capita than than if it was released traditionally on a label. And after the after that experiment ended, they still put it they still put it on sale through the traditional ways and through a CD and in record stores through through record label, and it debuted at number one, even after giving it out in some ways for free. Like I remember downloading that album, not paying a single dollar for it. Right. So there are lots of new things and a lot of new exciting things. There are things that, as I said, we probably haven't even thought of yet, like whether Apple. I mean, the fact that the iPod is 10 years old. Do you realize the iPod came out in 2001, 10 years ago? Wow. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's quick. That's, uh, that's, that's really interesting. Is, only, is 10 years past that quick? Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, wow. it's been there. It's been... Uh, just to think that it all started as someone finally decided to come up with a legitimate solution to what, what was becoming an epidemic of music going digital and just finding a way for some money to be made from it. It wasn't the, mon- it wasn't the super high costs that they were making, but it was just high. It was just to the point where people are willing to pay, like how I was sharing last week that, like earlier, which I didn't really get to finish the story, was that I used to do everything to get music for as cheap as I could. I mean, just like Phil did in his time in a different way, because I mean, I didn't have illegal downloads, or I didn't even have downloads, paid downloads, but I had Columbia House, and I had I had the flea market where I was able to get CDs for $10, and that was cheap back then, and that's like the standard price for CDs now, where I'd go there like once a week, or I'd or they, or it might have been, I think it was one of those things where it's like you bought three CDs and that was 30 bucks. You didn't have to pay tax on them or something like that, where it was exactly $10 an album. So I'd get $30, I'd buy three Pink Floyd albums, and I was extremely happy that I made an effort to make to, to get the music I wanted. And I don't think that's going to change. I don't think it's going to change at all. I mean, something is going to change. I mean, I mean, I've I've been buying a lot of music over the last year. I've probably bought more music from Amazon than I have from Apple, and I'm definitely an Apple customer, and I love Apple. But at the same time, if Amazon is selling a new album for five dollars, and iTunes is selling it for twelve dollars, it's a no-brainer. It's the same it's the same exact product. It's being downloaded to my computer, downloaded to my phone. It plays on my iPhone. Of course I'm gonna pay five dollars for it instead of twelve. Right. It gonna, and it's what's that? No, I was gonna I was gonna say too on um uh, the other breaking news was uh Justin Timberlake uh he uh, bought a portion of MySpace. So I'm just going to... Yes. It, it, just to think, we're talking about the guy that played Sean Parker, former president of Facebook in the social network. Wow. <laughs> like, like that so you put that together. So he kind of got smart and saw something there, and he decided to uh, buy up MySpace. <laughs> yes, and the thing is, it's like from what I heard, I mean, it was sold for $35 million, which is less than 10% of the cost that that News Corp, parent company of Fox, bought it back like in 05. The, the thing that people don't mention is that that Fox made all of its money back almost immediately from the MySpace thing. But the fact, but the truth is, it's weird. Like, it's like, what is MySpace today? I can't tell you the last time I went on MySpace. Yes, it still exists, but the fact it's like Facebook was 
that much better. Like, I mean, having a celebrity on top of it and someone who definitely relates to that generation is a good thing, but I don't know. It's like with MySpace. Like, as far as I've cared for years, MySpace is a dead brand. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it can come back from the dead. Look at AOL. I mean, Jay, you remember AOL when it first came out? Or like, yeah. did you regularly, like, I remember I regularly used AOL, and I'm not, not just AIM and Instant Messenger, but the AOL service itself. And the fact that AOL as a service really no longer exists. I mean, it does, but it's not something that's part of my life. Like, welcome, you have mail. I don't use it anymore. I use, I just log on to my broadband, and and I've got my Gmail, and funny thing is I can actually use my I actually use Gchat and like the IM client inside of Gmail for my AIM and my old AOL connections although I think most people are on Gchat now because the both AOL AIM and Gchat are now actually interchangeable with each other but it's like going back to MySpace uh, it's, it's a wait and see. It's it's an interesting thing. I'll pay, definitely pay attention to it, but I have no idea what that's going to mean. Well, I only can see it as a music radio station, like MySpace Radio. You know, I can't even I can't I can't even see it as a social thing right now. It's uh, yeah. Facebook has took it. Facebook has taken everything to the zenith. You know, so what could they yes. do over there? Yes, although I think there is. Fo- Although there is like the, the the hot competitor of the week this week is Google with their new social network Google Plus. I have no okay. idea, which I'm looking forward to getting a beta invite. And they said that like signups have been so popular they had to actually stop bait registrations to the site. But it's like you know Facebook is great. I love Facebook, but but that that doesn't necessarily Will Facebook be the dominant social network 10 years from now? It might be. It's no guarantee, but at the same time, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. Well, yeah, we don't we don't know. And um, we don't know. So and I'm wondering what does Google mean to the music business? I mean, what 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 uh what will it do to the music business? Will it will the music business and the big lose out even more? Y'all the, over question there is, who, who, the question is, who are the big four now? Is it the record labels or is it the internet companies? And also, remember, Google hasn't been around that long. I mean, Google is like 11, like 11, 12 years old. That we've got a, we, we've got a chance that they're Someone, I mean, at one point Yahoo was big, and then they weren't anymore, even though they're still around. And then, even though they, and then you've got AOL, which, as I said, even though they're not the internet provider anymore, they're now a content company. They own lots of blogging platforms and web blogs, and the Huffington Post and Patch, which is this, which has been growing as a very success, actually starting to be quite successful, a local news site. So MySpace certainly has potential just in the brand name and just making something new out of it. I don't know what it's going to be. And like Google, I I love Google. I think Google is great. And the, probably one of the smartest moves they ever made was buying the Android 
operating system before it launched to the fact that you have like a real competitor to Apple and iOS when it comes to phones. Okay. So, so it's just a big wait and see. And I definitely am looking forward to it. Jay, you are definitely looking forward to it. And <laughs> and I'm looking forward to July because our next show is going to be our 40th show, and that is an exciting thing. So we will we will share with you the time of our show coming soon. I'm not sure exactly at the second. But, Jay, what's this? You had one more question for me that I heard? Yeah, I had this question. I kind of ask you every week, uh, what is your treasure.net? What is my treasure? What is your treasure.net? Hmm. Guess my treasure is the Yankees who just swapped the Milwaukee Brewers. They just finished the game, and they just won the series. Milwaukee has been hot. They've been first place in the National League Central, and the Yankees just came and won all three games, which is leading momentum to next week, tomorrow, when the Yankees go to Queens, and um, they go all the way to the New York, um, being the New York Yankees, go all the way to New York to play the New York Mets. And how about you, Jay? What is your treasure, .net? Well, my treasure.net is enjoying this wonderful 4th of July holiday and just sitting in a hammock and looking up at the sun doing nothing but eating barbecue. (laughs) I I don't eat barbecue, but I hope you enjoy it, Jay. So, Jay, excellent show. Thanks for joining us. And we will see everyone here next time on Parents Kids Music for show number 40. Are you ready? Yes. All right, let's go. Pleasure.